This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. See you later. The Wednesday week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Hello, good evening and welcome once again to another episode of the Wednesday Week. Uh, and I've got with me tonight, I've got Blair and I've got Ash. Blair, you're what we used to refer to uh, Simon and Ash as uh, when they were on it as the, um, what's the we word? Cup the, squad. the Cup Squad. Yeah, yeah, you're like you're like Joel Wildsmith, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when we're a bit short of numbers and... Do uh, a shit job. And, and someone's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, promising, but the uh, you know distribution was poor. So, <laughs> so good evening and welcome to the Wednesday week. Uh, my name's Dan. All Fred, right, and uh, right. Vic's here. Is, got, hang on, yeah, still doing it. I'm sorry, I thought <laughs> I was coming on. God, we're so yeah. professional. I know, aren't we? And uh, Vic's Vic's Nevin is in the background as well. So, uh, you know, she's uh, she's muted it. She's uh, closed her camera off. So uh, normally we film these via um, the platform that nobody had heard of two years ago on Zoom, and. Uh, and Vic don't want us looking at her, so uh, you know. No, it's a treat I'm in for my pajamas. It's not a nice look for anyone. You three have seen it. It ain't nice. So <laughs> let's just. I've got my little earpods in that don't have a wire. Oh, you're so, so I get sure very it is. confused. I get so confused as to if they're in my ear or not, but they are. Well, tell, get get rid of that milkman, and we'll uh, we'll crack on this evening. Now, uh, Vic, obviously, you know we, we brought you on here tonight to add a bit of balance because Ash and Blair aren't renowned for their upbeat opinions on when it comes to <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday. Now, uh, I tell you what, Blair, I'll, I'll come to you because you know you, I remember you you were messaging me a few times after after the Accrington game, yeah, and then after after the one on Saturday. I mean, I mean, how do you think it's going? We discussed at length a couple of weeks ago about about Darren Moore's capability as the Sheffield Wednesday manager. We all know that he's under a serious amount of pressure. But, like, you know, how, how are you feeling about it, bro? Well, I mean, that's, like, like I said, I think after we beat Cambridge 6-0, I think I messaged you, didn't I? And I said, like, we're still seventh lull. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, was, that was, like, that was my not yeah, I mean, it was great to win 6-0, but we were still seventh. You know what I mean, we've gone on this unbelievably good run. Since still seventh. Still seventh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? yeah. yeah. And, Imagine if we didn't go on the run. Do you know what I mean? We would have been. I mean, yeah. I mean and, 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 didn't, and this run didn't, didn't it, it wasn't like it came out of nowhere. It almost like it came out of nowhere because I didn't think we'd ever go, to, you know, go and win six out of six. A lot of it was, and then I just lost them off and bounced back again and won again. But do you know what I mean? I, I did not see this coming. So we, we've gone on an, an unprecedented run, which with the squad we've got, Shouldn't be surprising, but it was because how, how the season was going the first half, and we're still seventh. So <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that that anecdote there was a lot like Joe Wiseman's Sheffield Wednesday career. There, man, I thought you, you started out strong. Don't you it? feel like we've been seventh forever? Yeah, like it just feels like it's just something that's just glaring us in the face. And I'm going to be be a bit ash here, um, but are we going to finish seventh? And that is going to be it. Because it just feels like every so often we do right well and we go up to fifth and then midweek results come in or whatever and we go back to seventh. And is this just going to be the end of the season, we end up seventh and we go, oh, bloody hell, bloody seventh, bloody rubbish. <laughs> uh, is that what it's going to be? 
Well, I, I think it is like as daft as it sounds because, like, uh, we had a couple of games in hand and we, we dropped the arse out of that. And then uh, everybody else, as you say, Vic, you know, the midweek fixtures come in and, and there's not one result goes our way. You know what I mean? And I don't think we've been in the playoffs longer than about two days since the early part of the season when we were rinsing the league. You know what I mean? And then and then now I'm like, no, I, like I said the other week, we shouldn't be looking up at teams like bloody Oxford and Milton Keynes Dons and worrying about the prowess of bloody Plymouth with the squad we've got. But um, I'll tell you what, let's let's come back to that. So Ash, you and I had a, had a London day out. Uh, went, well, I said that London. Went down to Kent and um, pulled up in the ropiest, uh, ropiest boozer in in the entirety of Kent, I think it was called um, it was called the Southern Bell. Big shout out to them, by the way. Also, a big shout out to the uh, London version of Captain Sweatpants, who put on the entire Neil Diamond catalogue uh, when we, when we got there. And then, uh, and I think the uh, the Sheffield Wednesday fans got a bit uh, got a bit aggy about it. And then uh, <laughs> and then we decided to have all the Wednesday chants. I think we had Hi-O Silver Lining about six times on the jukebox, didn't we? But yeah, um, I, I think I think the geezer had just gone into Spotify and goes, um, play songs by Sheffield artists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we've yeah. got we got we got a bit of Melbourne, we got all sorts, um, pulp, I think, or, you know, the usual ones. But yeah, yeah, big shout to the Southern Bell there. And then after Kent, that, our day, our, day, our day just went to shit, did it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was good. No, it was a good it was a good day out. It just Spoiled by 90 minutes, weren't it? And the well, 90 minutes weren't getting served at the pub. It was the well, football that we were supposed to go to well, see. Let's, uh, let's, let's just dress it down before we get to football. So we're walking down these terrace streets where you were greeted by, what do we call it? A kaplunk uh, in terms of that's the away right. end there. That's that's terrifying to look up at. And then um, and then when, you, when we was, got there... It, it was, uh, I think I put, put a tweet out that I haven't seen as much scaffolding as since Katie Price had a boob job. Well, it's right, you know what I mean. It, I've never seen it, it like it. It was, it was, it was a scaffold as. I think it was a scaffold as wet dream. It, it, it it's was, been temporary yeah. for twenty years. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, um, the amount they must have spent on that. Bloody hell! Here's now for me where the good time stops. Go, you know, you think, well, I, I've had a couple, I've had a couple of shandies now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get myself a lovely pie, and they'd run out before kickoff, and they didn't get any more. For half time from somewhere, you know what I mean. They didn't go to empty stand and go and get myself get me some bloody meat and taters. You know what I mean. Couldn't get a beer. Yeah, you know. I think I, think I went at about thirty five minutes and they had about four pies. I think it was all chicken bolty. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I don't think it's uh, it's not just Hillsborough people who 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 don't have the fortunate thing to go away. Um, it's in every ground that they don't have enough pies for us hungry northerners. Well, if you can't tell, listeners, we are padding because the uh, the game was pretty poor. Now, now, Vic, you know this lineup that we're talking about just 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 beyond the preamble there before we started recording. You've got Peacock, Farrell, you've got Story, Dunk, Hutch, Byers, Longo, Bannon, Johnson, Patterson, and Grego. You know what I mean? That 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 was our strongest eleven, wasn't it? It was. I mean, but. What... I don't want to go all negative here. I don't want to fill in for Simon or obviously Ash is on tonight. Um, but why change a winning side? Why change that? Mm-hmm. I just, I can't fathom it. Um, for me, we've said before and we said uh, last week on the pod, you know, um, Gregory and Patterson are one of the same. They're both, to coin a fudge phrase, shit kickers. And they are both there and they... They're, they're there for every ball that comes at high. You know, they, they can both control the ball well. And they need a player like a Berahino, maybe, mm. at the moment, or a Windass or whoever to maybe even come back. Um, no, no. Um, but <laughs> they need a Berahino or a Windass to kind of control the ball and put it in the back of the net. And, you know, Gregory is great at headers, you know, and some of his goals are incredible. But... To play two of the same just for me is just it's baffling. I just don't understand why he did it. I can kind of see like why would you drop Patterson when he's not done anything wrong? Mm-hmm. I can see that and I can appreciate that. But at the same time, it doesn't do anybody any favors playing two similar players from the kickoff. Um no. for me, it should have been one or the other. I mean, um, is they're never gonna thing- be the golden partnership. Well, yeah, is it not an element of, you know, this is gonna this is a team here fighting for relegation, fighting against relegation? 
and um, they're going to try and, you know, absolutely just nullify the game. They're going to try and close I mean, it down and hoof it and all the rest of it. The football weren't ever going to be pretty and Barry Bannon was going to get neck ache. You know what I mean? And did he think yeah. if I stick two telegraph poles up front, they can try and get graph one out? But it weren't working, were it? I can see that. But I think, you know, Gillingham, they've been free of the clasps of Evans for quite a while now. Um, but they're still playing that style of football. They're still wasting time. They're still going down for everything. It... We should have known what we were going into. And I'd imagine that Darren Moore has people who will have to sit through like full 90 minutes of Gillingham's games. Um, And for me, it just, I wouldn't have done it. I just think, just go for it. Like we're at the point in the season, what is the worst that can happen now? The worst that can happen is we don't end up in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So chuck everything at it. (laughs) <laughs> That's all you've got to do. Just chuck everything at it. You know, play to your strengths. And our strengths, we're not a counter-attacking team. We are a team that relies on getting the ball to the front two and getting it in the back of the net. That is how we work. And every team against us plays counters. And it just, for us at the moment, just just stick to what we know. I just, I couldn't understand the changes. Now, right, so I was I was gonna I was gonna come to this, Ash. So in terms of the substitutes that were made, at the time I actually thought they were well timed. I thought they were the ones that needed to be doing. So Hunt was um not stinking the joint up, he weren't having his best game, if I'm honest. I i I where the the wingers were kind of wasted for me and and more so down Hunt's side. I don't you know, I don't think it were his fault that you know he didn't have the best game, but putting Mendes Lang on, I thought hey, hey, yeah. And we all know, we've all waxed lyrical about how he's a, um, a championship-level player, at least. You know what I mean? And he can go and do a job. So so bringing on Mendes Lang around 60 minutes, and then did we, who else did we bring on? Berahino coming on for Pato. was the right choices to make, right, Ash? Uh, no, because we didn't win, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, if you were sat playing no, no, football manager, yeah, you're, playing, you're playing Champo 96-97. Oof, now you're talking. You know what I mean? The absolute yeah. gangster of games. Now... Uh, Yes, if you look at the bench, the, the 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 choices are very slim pickings. Like like you say, you 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 can't. It's it's not his fault. Injuries and the lot, but we've got players coming back and unavailable. It's it's just he's got to obviously put on the players that's on the bench that he can. But I just I just want to before I go too into ripping him a new arsehole, Darren Moore. Um, I just want to like. I a lot of people on Twitter, and so I read a lot, have been saying that that we changed our style, and he picked his team to counter what they thought Gillingham would do. Hence, playing Duncliffe to man mark that Olivier guy, the big exactly. guy up front. Um, Olive, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but but why? I, I don't see <laughs> how, why why he changes how he wants to play and the people he um, he selects um, to play against Gillingham, we should set up how we want to set up and let them deal with it. Which so It's interesting got, you said that, Ash, because I was going to say the same, because they've got that big centre-back, that, is it Aimer? Uh, Aimer. Big number, number five. five right? yeah, yeah. yeah, I I thought he had a cracking game. Um, but what we clearly did was stick... Was, he did. And, and we just stuck two big stags on him to try and get some. And he, and I thought he had a great game, their, their centre-back. The, yeah, the, the reason I say that, I've got... Because I am so professional i've done a bit of uh, stat digging so i've got a couple of stats for you i know it's not usually me i know it, and we don't usually do that sort of shit there's other podcasts for for that but so so what i did i took gillingham's home games against the other seven t- the top eight teams including sheffield wednesday yeah right so where they've played them so this is the the um, the results so they played six so they've still got two of the top eight to play Wickham and um, oh, I don't know one of the others. MK and now they play them and they oh, Gills. played six. They've lost five, drawn one. Kelsey, <laughs> so they've, had, they've had one right. point out of the six of the top yeah. eight they've played. Again, four. They've only scored four goals at home in them six games against seventeen. <laughs> now, why the fuck are we going oh, to when play Billingham's <laughs> game? When obviously they can't fucking play at home. Yeah. Well, I, I, 
do you know what I'm saying? I, I, I really do believe he changed the team. One, it changed, it brought Dunkley in for a bit more physical against their, their striker. And, yeah. and to, I mean, the midfield three picks itself, doesn't it? I mean, everyone's been, but I just, up front as well, I think he, he picked them two players for physical against their centre halves, which I think it should have been the other way around. I think, yeah, should they have should have been matching of us. Course. Exactly. So, so what you're saying is we've given them a little bit too much respect. We should have gone out and tried to absolutely tear them yes. apart. But we didn't. Yes, and and the thing of people saying that oh they always raise the game against us. We made it easier we, we, to do that. We're seventh in the league. Why would they raise, they'd raise the game against Rotherham or or um, Wigan, top two maybe? But they are fighting. They'll raise the game against. They'll raise the game against bloody Cambridge or mm. Accrington or whoever as well because they need every point, not just us. So that were a bit that pissed me off a bit that the way that we want to play and we show we can play is not what we saw. It's not what nigh on three and a half thousand travel four hundred miles <laughs> round trip to go and see that. So it was an hour up the road for me, but I'll take your point. <laughs> so I tell you, I tell you what, then Blair, they, like Ash, Ash raises a really good point there, that Danny. So um, pragmatism is the word. Now, we know that Darren Moore is under an immense amount of pressure to get us out of this league, albeit there are too many fans on Twitter for me going, hey, seven's all right, given where we were last year. No, fuck that. I'm not happy with that. I'm not happy with that. Now, do you feel that Darren Moore's pragmatism, and has he overthought it, as opposed to just sticking the lads on the pitch and saying, go and kick their head in? Yeah, I think with Darren Moore, I do like the geezer. Um, I think he's still learning on the job, because he's he's still new at being a number one. Mm-hmm. Um, what is this? Probably like his fourth year. Probably be a number one, isn't it? Um, really. Um, so I think like, and you know, we, all, all these youngsters want to come and play. You know, you know I mean, they come to come to us and say, "Oh yeah, I want to play with Darren Moore and play for him." So he's obviously. I think he obviously. He must be a great coach. He must make training brilliant. You know, I mean, training must be really fun. He must be really good at giving advice to these young footballers who have everything, <laughs> and he must be really be able to help them. Um, so it must be, there's something good about him, but I think it might be a better number two than a number one, maybe. I don't know, because like, when it comes to the big decisions, like picking a team um, or you know your substitutions, because substitutions this season have been poor. It's very bad in Atkinson. Say no more, do you know what I mean? Um, so I think there's that. Um, I think um, in the summer, so in the summer, I thought we had a really good transfer, didn't we? You know what I mean? We signed... Yep. We had, we had a very unbalanced squad last season, or past couple of seasons. This season, and what signed, we're going to do with that is pack it full of midfielders. <laughs> yeah, so he, he signed some good midfielders. He signed a lot of wingers, and I thought this is great. We're going to get the ball down. We're going to get it down the flanks. We're going to get a ball in. We've got at the time we had Patterson. Obviously, we've got Gregory in. I thought we're going to have a single target man. We're going to play four-two-three-one because mm. our squad's perfect for that. Or four-three-three, and then he, he mid-September five-three-two. Yeah, mid-September he goes about playing three-five-two. He didn't sign any. He signed one centre back in in the summer. I mean, and, and Brennan sort of like fell into his lap because he had a decent uh, few games at North County, so we got him back. So he went from a formation where you need four centre halves in your squad. You know what I mean with injuries? You know what I mean? So to a formation, we need like six centre halves really because of injuries yeah, yeah. and stuff. And we've only got. Four was fit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's like, so then he has to play. So that's obviously that's where you played Johnson and Palmer. And I think Palmer is perfect at right centre half. I think the Accrington game is shown, but he ain't good enough to play right right back. So that's another position that we need to address again in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think more just, and, and then the pragmatism comes into it as well. There's Every game is like going, oh, yes, we'll change it for this personnel, for this team. And I, I just think back to like Chris Wilder and he was in League One with Sheffield United. He was, you can tell he was horrible. And he just basically went, we're Sheffield United. We're the biggest team in this division. Go and destroy them. Do you know what I mean? We've got better yeah. players than them, 1-11. to 11. Don't give a crap who they are. Do you know what I mean? a fan, that's what we want, though. Yeah, it? and we always no, get that. We've, seen that. we've not seen that this season, have no, we? No, not. Only, only, yeah, Cambridge. Yeah, six nil. I know. Yeah, and that's that's what that's the sort of thing. That's what got me about what I was saying. It's it just right. doesn't seem right from the squad we've got. Go on, Vic. Have you got have you, you know. got a different opinion on this? 
I just, to me, I just think we we talk about this all the time, but we are all so fickle, aren't we? Like this is this is how we work. This is what we do. Um, two weeks ago, we were recording, and we were like, "Oh my god, you know, we're 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 going to smash it. We're going to book Still hotels for so- yeah." Like, well, I mean, but we we were on it, and we you know we'd beaten Cambridge six 0 and we we saw the tactics there, and we thought they were great, and we were like, maybe this is you know maybe Darren Moore knows what he's doing, and we just I, I feel like we just changed so quickly, and I I will stand by whatever I say at the end of the season you know if if we've done poorly if we don't end up in the playoffs if we don't end up automatic I'll be gutted um but at the same time you know it's football isn't it it changes week by week and we go you look on social media though and we go from being Oh yeah, Darren Moore's the best person to oh sack more hashtag more out. Oh for God's sake, like uh, right. So it's just squad, we need the squad's stability. very good though. The squad, the is, squad is outstanding, and and the, the squad is outstanding. We've got outstanding. yeah signings like that Darren Moore has made. You know, was it like seventeen or something in January? It was ridiculous the amount of people that came in on a free. When you look at the squad that we've got on a free, incredible. Are we, I don't want to say expecting too much because I don't think we are because we all pay our money and we all go and we've all watched them in the 90s and we all think, you know, we are Sheffield Wednesday. Why are we in League One? And we have this arrogance that, you know, we talked about earlier with the stand um, at Gillingham and we talk about, you know, oh, we're on this dodgy stand. But actually clubs, there used to be a difference in league. So there used to be a point that, some clubs would have a massive stadium and it'd be really safe. And now, you know, as the leagues have progressed over the last, say, 20, 30 years, we've got to a point that some clubs do have a stand that's made out of scaffolding. And, you know, they're serving, if you're lucky, away for an, a, a sip of red wine at half time. Like, that's like literally it. Um, so I just, I don't know, I feel the, like we're the other three schizophrenic the on this podcast. Yeah. Right, Vic, but I just I, feel I, like we do we do jump in too quickly, and we also jump in too quickly on a positive note. So it's, it's yeah, not, right. So the, you know, yeah, this is what I was going to say because, like, you know, yes, you are, yes, you are right that there is an element of f- being fickle. Um, but I can't get away from the fact that we're now approaching the end of March, and you know we're in the vinegar strokes of the season now. You know what I mean? And we should have a settled starting lineup barring a few changes because of injury and, and resting players and all the rest of it. I understand that. We should have a, an absolute identity and we should know that we're going out and we're going to absolutely trounce these teams. And it, for me, like I've said it four or five times now the last few weeks, it took him too long to realise what his team was. And, and Blair's put it great there, actually, with, um, you know, he's learning on the job. And I understand that. I get it. You know what I mean? But he ain't new to it. He's been, you know, he, he's managed this team before this season, he, you know, he, he could have taken that time to, to realise where we were and all the rest of it. It's just, I want, like I said, I want Snarling Beast out on that pitch. And like, and poor Ash had to stand next to me in, in guilt. And the last 10 minutes, I, I became very aware of how long was left in this game. And it was just me every four seconds going, come on, yeah. come on. And I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't understand. There was no the urgency. Right, I was watching. Yeah, there was no urgency. They knew they, they had to win. I know I don't we're not we're not fighting relegation, but we have to win. Um and we could have lost it right at the end where mm. that, that that guy um messed up I can't remember who it was. Went clean through, didn't he? Went clean through and he put it wide. But but if you look at um like I said before, the other teams midweek, none of the results went our way. No. Um and we have in the top ten. We've got the second worst um, form. Have we? And the o- only worst is Rotherham. Have you actually done top. your bloody homework? Is that I've done some homework. <laughs> yeah. but at the top ten, we've got the second worst form. That's, that's how mad he is. Was it? Was it in the bath like Stevie does? <laughs> or was it fully closed? Get out, bath you posh bastard! <laughs> who's, who's, who's affording baths nowadays? Know. You know what I mean? Bloody hell! I used to shower, huh? All right, so, water in thing and water plants with it. Yeah, yeah, and then and then baby goes in. 
Um, <laughs> all right, so so Blair, there you are. Look, right, so are we fickle? Yeah, because that's what being a sports fan is. Do you know what I mean? Um, but also, oh, because we pay his money, we're allowed to be. Yeah, yeah. I think I think oh. it's just I think I think that's why we love sport. It's because you're always on your on the high end of your emotions all the time, aren't you? It's not. It's very even when you go. I'm not bothered anymore. I'm not bothered. Not bothered. Not bothered. You, you still check your phone every ten seconds when, when the game's on. Do you know what I mean? The refreshing Twitter. That's not because I've had a shit house accumulated. Because you are bothered. Because you are bothered. You have to pay your money to be able to be bothered, though, aren't you? It's just like yeah. you sit there and just watching. Jeff Stelling. Yeah. Like, you, you know, one, one thing that I do notice is that, you know, a lot of football fans across all social medias complain about the same thing. Oh, it'll be classic Walsall, us doing this. Absolute textbook Peterborough, us doing that. And it's always oh, yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Every However, fan believes their club's the only one. It's unique. Yeah, 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 yeah. However, I think where we're unique is that we have got <laughs> this monster of a fan base that have paid our money for 20-odd years now and there's been nothing back. There's, mm. there's been no success to speak of, apart from us getting out of League One. You know what I mean? The closest we got was 90 minutes away from, from the Premier League. And I thought, Jesus, the good times are back. And and now I'm looking back on it thinking, we'd have absolutely stunk the joint up in uh, in the Premier League. You know what I mean? Um, but And, and that's, that's, that, that's where I think we're a lot more fickle. But I want to talk to you about, about the fans. Now, Vic, you know, when you're at Hillsborough, and I, I don't know if it was something that I just noticed because the nostalgia of being a teenager and, and going every week and having a season ticket and all the rest of it. But I find that chanting is now a thing of the past. You know what I mean? Does anybody yeah. chant anymore? Um, I mean, I sit on the north, so I do hear to my right-hand side um, the bit of the north stand. <laughs> <laughs> the bit of the north stand that is near the away end. You know, there, there's a lot of chanting. Yeah, where, where I sit, you know, it's fairly quiet. It's just, you know, we we do our bit. We join in when we need to. I, to be honest, I'm so sick of this sort of narrative of you're not real fans unless you're chanting and stood up at Hillsborough and all this shit. Because, you know, I, I look at my own parents and they've both been going, my dad, 52 years, my mum, 50 years, and... You know, they are real fans. That's that's what they do. Um, but the fact that they're not stood on the feet for 90 minutes, you know, they're, they're in the 60s, 70s. Like, come on. Um, but yeah, so the North Stand, it's it's weird where I sit. So I'm in the middle of the North. Um, so the far end next to the away fans is loud. And then the cop seems to kind of copy it. Mm-hmm. And because of some sort of physics or whatever, oh, I don't know how it works. But you hear like one chant come from one end, and then all of a sudden the cops sing the same chant. Oh, and... sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pumping just... it in like Sky Sports. Yeah, but it's you know that's not the be all and end all of being there. No, um... it's not so much that. I, th- I think what I'm trying to get the get the bottom of that just chanting in general because you see a lot about uh, the that the Anfield uh, atmosphere is a myth. You know what I mean? And, and they all get out. They sing, "You'll never walk alone," and then they all just sit down. Now, I've been every, to every, every home gun's the same. Every home, it is so, so. And this is where I was going to go, Blair. So then you've got you go to Hillsborough, we're the home fans, and there is a sense of expectation. Of course, there is. I, you know, I've been to a few Premier League games, like went to Manchester United to watch Middlesbrough or some shit. And uh, God, I was like, Jesus, this is there's like an expectation of them sat there going, right, smash them then. You know what I mean? And then, but then you, you're on an away day, yeah, especially the ones where you've been on a swill since about 7 a.m. Now, <laughs> don't know what you mean. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Away days are different. Like, I've been to... My last away day was... Christ. Yeah, well, it was Steve Bruce's first game for us. Um, So it was Ipswich away. Um, And we were on our feet the whole time. Like, that was just... That was just what you did. It was was part of the day. It was was just part of the atmosphere. Um, But I feel like it's, it's a different thing when it's an away game. And I know... People get pissed off, and there's this younger generation of Sheffield Wednesday slash Rangers fans who get pissed off that we don't we don't <laughs> chant for ninety minutes. Um, but for me, it's you know Saturday afternoon. I just like to go and watch the football. I don't. No, need to I, be... I get it. 
I get it. On my I, feet I, I, all the time. I tell you what it is, because like I, I, you just expect an away crowd that was sold out like ours was. You know mm. what I mean? And and you had the matchstick stand that they had, and we were on this little bit that the that the home end had given us, weren't we? You know what I mean? We were on this little side looking up in it, and there was a great moment where the Wednesday fans were bouncing. But I think that was it. Do you know what I mean? I, I think even now as away fans, we've now stopped going. And, and the team's responsible. And the team's got to be responsible to get the crowd and that, going. That, that's also, where, that's it's where a course. very dangerous stand to even... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the fact that was terrified for It was took as a challenge. Not not that, oh, no, we can't do anything. I think it was took as a challenge. But I mean, I think... I mean, it's only really the last two seasons that I've really... I've gone to... The, I think I've missed two away games this season. Three, maybe, actually. Um, and... I'm, I personally, I much prefer away games. If I could give up my season ticket and just go away, I probably would. Yeah, I, 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 I more would. I, I sit in the cop um, and, yeah, it's... it's... Oh, but where you sit, it's bare cold, though, Ash. Oh, yeah, 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 it's cold. Yeah, well, <laughs> beefy weather, isn't it? Um, but, but, yeah, the, 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 away, the away games are just a whole, whole... But are they still as fun, is what I'm trying to get to? Because like, yeah. what, what, yeah, what I picked up on there is... Are the team performing enough to get you Larry up for an away day? Now, when you're on the stands, I, you know, I, I get that there's an, like Vic was saying, there's an entire yeah, build yeah. Of, of the entire euphoria of getting in and being on an away day and, and Stone Island and 7am on the swirl. Stop it, by the way. Stop wearing Stone Island. You're not impressing anybody. You look an asshole, especially when you're like 14. Come on, man. I, I, yeah, um... I've just, I've just done a backhanded dig at size kid there. I didn't mean that, Simon. <laughs> uh, shit. All right. He's, uh, I, did, I no, genuinely think, that was a mistake. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, you know what but, I mean? But, I but, there is a, but I don't think, yeah, I think for majority of uh, fans, obviously I don't speak for myself, that what the team does on the pitch does, but then there'll be some fans that it doesn't matter what they do in the pitch, they'll be there singing, shouting, going to every away game, doing whatever they, they feel, because that's part of their way. It doesn't matter if we're going to get beat 2-0, win 2-0. Or mm-hmm. get battered six 0 I, I mm-hmm. think they'll still even at um, Sunderland, Sunderland four 0 down at half time, still singing the bollocks off and boobs. I don't. I'm going to be inclusive. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, but it's it's just one of them things for for fans, isn't it? It don't. It's their club. It it don't matter what where they go or where they play, they'll go. Um, and even when you get shafted by Sky Sports, they'll still be there. Okay. So let's get to that then. Let's do it. Actually, no, just one last thing. Vic, I noticed on a various social platform, I can't remember which one, Grindr. you were very critical. Only fans. Only fans, yeah. <laughs> you were very critical of Che Dunkley or you, you felt like you had a mistake in him. Yeah, I didn't think he was great on Saturday. Sorry, I'm just doing my tea. Uh, I didn't think he was great on Saturday. Um, I, I think that this comes back to the Darren Moore situation. I think he was maybe rushed in too soon. I don't think he needed to be there um, in the position he was at the start. Um, I feel like it was a bit like sending a lamb to slaughter sort of thing. Um, You know, the guy's been out for however long. Mm -hmm. And did he really need to be back in that situation when we have more than covered for that over the last few months? Um, it it wasn't so much I've not got an issue with him at all. You know, he's he's obviously a brilliant athlete from what he's achieved from his injuries and stuff. Um, but for me, it was just like, are we pushing him too soon? And therefore, did we put him in situations that he was going to come out looking like the bad guy? Okay, so th- they are Blair. Vic raised a good point there. So you know, are we pushing Che Dunkley back too quick, or? Did we? Did Darren Moore make the decision that I offer playing the game that he did uh, the game before, and the and the minutes that he got in was I offer's injury more prone to going south? So he went with Dunkley. Uh, oh no! I mean, your defence, your back line is the is the one position you shouldn't be changing. Do you know what I mean? If, you know what I mean, if you've got a steady, well, if, I don't think we've had much of a choice this season. I know, right, I know, I know. If not, that. I know if not. But if I offer was fit enough against Accrington. And suddenly he's not fit enough against Gillingham, and he's putting he's putting Dunkley on. And they bring, did he bring Dean on as well in, in the Gillingham yeah. game? 
That was another one you were saying about substitutions, bringing Dean on and pushing Hutchinson, uh, mid, a defensive mind into midfield when we need a goal. What the fuck was all that about? So, yes. it, you know, it's, and, and I'm gestating with a little, and thing. then, like I say, with formation, I mean, if you, if you haven't got enough center halves, just change your formation. Do you know what I mean? Four, two, three, one. It's it, took him six months to find this formation, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's, you're not going to look for something for that long and then let it go. It's like <laughs> that goes back to that goes back to the Plan B thing, doesn't yeah, it? The, yeah, with, exactly, I think yeah. the, a lot of people have said that during the season. Yes, it's took him a while to be settled on a on a on a formation and personnel that he, he can trust and wants to play. But the players but, he signed in the summer aren't the players he's got with for the formation. So he had a play, had a plan in the summer. Yeah, and that he's got thrown out with the dishwater, didn't it? Do you know what I mean, and you and you brought up Champ Man earlier, our football manager. It's like the most criminal thing you can do in that game is change your formation <laughs> to the after a free season. I think I think there's always been an undercurrent on this tone that uh, <laughs> that football management is as easy as the game football manager. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It is, uh, it is, it is. And, and like you're right, you don't book her about, you don't you don't slag anybody off in the press. And you don't bugger about with the formation. That's that's pretty much how it works, isn't it? We, we didn't we didn't really test their keeper that much either. No, was I was, was going to mention yeah, that. I think I think there was a, the first shot on target wasn't until bloody seventieth minute, was it? Something stupid like that. Um, Bannon had a couple of efforts. Uh, one that looked from where we were sat was going. Well, it looked in, like a scorcher. It, yeah, did you get like a decent that. view of that one? There was one where Bannon slapped it from the edge of the 18 and uh, it looked like it was going to dip in the far end. What did that look like on, on, on the you... box, that one? No, nope, I've lost her. Go on, Ash. No, no which, which, <laughs> is what, which is obviously what he's done. He's scored a couple of goals, Anthony, in the last couple of weeks. And we, um, the beginning of the season, I know we, did, we had a good start, but we hadn't seen that from him. I don't no. know if it was just the instructions not to do it or confidence or what, but at least he's, he's having a good night. He scored two... Two good goals, and mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm obviously not his. his uh, no, I'm not top of his Christmas card list, but fair dues. I'll, I will, I will give uh, credit where credit's due. He, he has. And, it and, and that's that. it. Sounds Ash. I felt I, you got the vibe. He was grafting. He, uh, you got the vibe. He was working um, hard in, in, yeah. in his own way. Yeah. In his own way, but it, it, it looks. It's all substance. It's all looks. The substance. I think a lot. He runs and chases balls down when you don't really want him there. Dear, why is he wasting his energy doing that? It, it, and the keeper just lobs it over his head, and that's it. He's wasted. I tell you what, I thought I thought the one go was very steady, and watching the one go mm. in in the flesh, moving in those little triangles, he does is absolutely stunning. His movements outstanding. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, Vic, did you feel like George Byers didn't have his greatest game? Did he? He didn't. No. Um. But I feel like that that middle three we we've said for weeks now. You know that is. That is our chance. That is our opportunity to build on something here. Um, but I do think, yeah, like Ash said, like Bannon, he ran around a lot. Um, I do think he had a good game. I think he was outmarked. I think, but I think that comes down to Darren Moore because you know there are certain players that were going to play, and there were you know we've had it over the last couple of weeks with Bannon and especially. Marvin Johnson, old Neymar, um, where players have just flocked to them. That has been their entire job for the entire game, has been block off those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it felt like that again with Bannon on Saturday. Like like Ash said, there were, you know, there were a couple of shots there. There was, you know, there was the shot that really, really looked, it looked so soft, but it looked like it was going in. And then all of a sudden it, it swerved and, you know, the keeper got a hand to it, um, but it, did, it genuinely didn't look like he was going to. And it looked like a very, very clever attempt on goal. Um, but yeah, it, it, I think we've got to have something else there because at the moment it's getting to the point that everyone knows exactly what we're going to do. So if mm-hmm. we're playing yep. three in midfield, everyone else is going to play five in midfield. That's just how it's going to be at the moment. Um and I think, again, some teams, we can cope with that. Uh, but as proven, you know, at the weekend against Accrington, um, if teams match up to us and do that and, you know, they play a shitty, a shitty game, it really is a shitty game. It's not, it's not fun football to watch. It's not classic football. It is just a case of you mark them literally for 90, 
five minutes or whatever it is. Um, And yeah, yeah, I think that that was to our detriment. And I I do think that lands uh, with the manager. I do, um, because I think we've got the best, yeah, we've got the best midfield three in the league. Yep. By a mile. But if that um, doesn't if that doesn't work, the problem is, isn't it? Plan B again. Who is there on the bench? I don't think uh, Deli Bashir was even on the bench, was he at the weekend? Has he no. got a, so who who else is in the Adenrin's injured still? I'll read it to you, Smash. Give me a second, pal. I'll, I'll read Windass it. Windass is now, not while I'm, while I'm looking, field, while, Yeah, while I'm looking this up, um, I, I need to credit where it's due. Gilling, Gillingham. Gillingham. Ooh. Absolutely. <laughs> nullified our wing backs. They they what like Vic says they bash five in the middle of the park. We, we couldn't get it to him. We couldn't get the ball to him. And like I said about Jack Hunt, it, you know, he, he didn't have a terrible game because he played poorly. It just didn't get anything. And and then bringing on Mendes Lang, tried a bit, you know what I mean? Can he get that little um that little flash of genius that we're all trying to get and all the rest of it? It just didn't happen for him. Um but you know would you think a man a plan and they stuck to it really well. Like I would. Say, I would this, like to. I'm oh, sorry, Blake. Well, so, like you say, this is this is no plan B, isn't it? So your wing backs aren't working in your in your three five two. So, so let's what, put a defensive midfielder in. Oh, <laughs> oh! I'll just bring another wing back on and play the same formation. Yeah, yeah. it's like well, definition of madness. Like what? What? Yeah, what are you watching here? Like what do you think's gonna happen? No, it's I've... also. Um, it also comes down to the fact that this is this is kind of the point of the season that we're at. So yeah. we finally found a situation that works for us, you know, and we, on our day, we can absolutely smash any team. And we saw that against Cambridge, you know, we, it was embarrassing against Cambridge. It genuinely was. It could have been, you know, double figures. And we kind of, we held back a bit because, you know, sportsmanship, you don't really want to do that sort of thing. Um, that, which in hindsight... Yeah, exactly. I, I knew you were going to say that. Like, in hindsight, <laughs> yeah, like we absolutely should have gone for double figures because we are still recovering from the Sunderland result. Um, mm. But mm. I do feel like we've kind of we've held back and we've we've kind of found our way. And now that there's a formation that works, it almost feels like the first part of the season where we weren't finding wins and we weren't finding this formation has come back to bite us on the arse. Because now we've found it and we know exactly what works. We could we could all just sit tomorrow and blind pick exactly who your starting eleven would be, and it would smash pretty much any team. In I the think league. you picked it. Maybe the difference with the striker. I think you picked it. You mm. know what I mean? I'd have probably dropped one of the strikers to put on, like you said, Berahino or um, Windows if he was fit. But you know what I mean? That's I I, I agree with you completely. Uh, you know, but you're right. Also, I think there's also an element of us becoming a little bit predictable, as it were, in terms we, of what we're going to do. We've got to that point in the league now that managers start to look tactically. So you get the first half where you just you need to get wins under your belt. You need to, you know, you need to just crack on, just do what works, find out who your team is, etc. And now we're at the part of the season where other teams look at us and go, well, if we can close down those three in midfield, then we've nailed it. If we can close down those two wing packs, we've nailed it. Don't even need to worry about your strikers. Mm. You don't need to worry about your centre mid. It's all about... Yeah, exactly. So... Oh, is that your dog kicking off? Dog's angry that you're uh, slagging off Harry Bannon. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's all about tactics now. And he needs to have, like we've said a million times, he needs to have a plan B. He needs to have that point where he goes, do you know what? They know exactly what we're going to do tonight. And of course they do. Of course they do. Everyone's talking about it. So mm. have a plan B. There has to be something. Do you know what, Vic? There's actually a, uh, there was actually a feature on Football Manager 2018 where you could <laughs> click, click plan B and it'd go into the, go into the backup <laughs> formation. You see, it, it all comes back to footy manager every time. Right, listen, speaking of uh, footy managing, now... Ash, I'm going to come to you on this because Blair and I don't really get an input because we live in the South. So, um, Sky Sky Television, tell tell me what they've done to us because there's a lot of pissed off people online about what's wow. going off there. Tell, tell me what's happened. They've basically just ruined everyone's Easter. Oh. Well, they were going yeah. to ruin it anyway by turning well, up and playing 5-3-2 well. against the MK. <laughs> don't they? But you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, yeah, in the, the uh, yesterday was it? I think it was. It announced that obviously Sky TV had had um, 
decided to pick the Sheffield Wednesday, the Milton Keynes against Sheffield Wednesday game that was scheduled for three o'clock on Friday, Bank, uh, Good Friday, which was a perfect kickoff. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are off work, sets you up for a nice weekend, you know. Um, I get couple to leave of, for, I, for yourself, Ash, gives you a couple of days hangover and all, doesn't it? Well, yeah, of course, yeah. I get to, I, I got to leave a family holiday early, which was a bonus. <laughs> um, Ash, Ash, I got, I got, I got. Come on now. Tell us about this holiday. I'm going to stitch up because I know your family in the other room. But I'll, <laughs> right, is, is it? I, I know you can't say too much out loud, but is it? it I, I'm I right. There's like nine of you in a couple of caravans or something, and it's all the other side, it, all your missus' side of family. That's that's correct, Daniel. So that's you correct. can't leave. You can't leave that early now to go to MK Don's game. That's correct, Daniel. That's correct. Oh, anyway, Jesus, thank you. Our bloody Sky Sports, mate. Yeah. So what, what, <laughs> did Sky, what did Sky Sports say during the, um, the European Super League stuff? Football's not for me, out fans. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, so in turn, moving that one, so they've scheduled it now for Saturday night at 7.45 kickoff, which I think uh, our good friend Alex Miller of the Star has uh, put out that there's no trains back from Milton Keynes. I think the last one's at half eight, I think it is, or nine o'clock, something like that. Jesus, That's really? great. But yeah. And then it's a bus replacement service as well, isn't it? Something like that, yeah. So then uh, so they moved out Saturday night and then decided that obviously uh, the crew game that was on uh, Bank Holiday Monday at three o'clock, another cracking kickoff time, mm-hmm. got to say. It's, it's, it's like a, a good weekend for, for everyone. I'm not saying Sheffield Wednesday, they've, uh, they've moved a lot of teams. Um, and they moved that to Tuesday night, 7.45. That's that's the worst part for me, because like, that could be that, a big, that could be a big gate at Hillsborough. Like, if you know what I mean, if they beat yep. them, Pierre Don's, I mean, it's, it's sun's coming back out now. It's getting warm here. You yep. could get 25, 30,000 that, 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 you know what I mean? What, what, what exactly that? I think there was going <laughs> to... It's not going to wild. <laughs> I was going to say, it was the way that we, we Blair said that then. I was like, you can tell you're a dad, Blair. Well, sun's out. We're all going to have a lovely <laughs> yeah. time. We're, look, get, get up here as early. We could have yeah. watched results coming in. Get merging on and have a bath. Have <laughs> three bits of shandies. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then um, get some copper bags, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they've just basically, yeah, they've 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 shafted um, everyone, and I, and not just obviously we there were talk of Sheffield Wednesday possibly taking up to nine thousand, which would have been absolutely amazing if that had happened. Um, but not just that; it's for MK Dons as well. Even the home team, they they would no doubt have a a, a bigger home ticket sell. But then yeah. Saturday night, probably not. Play, you're playing a day later as well, both games, and that could put pressure on the team. You know, if they've got to win, you know how bad they are, and I know they're yeah, going to win anyway. But you know, we put extra pressure on them to actually win as well. Yeah. I wonder if uh, I wonder if these fans can change their train tickets and stuff like that. I don't really know nah. how it works. Uh, you know what I mean? Someone Sometimes pointed like, out <laughs> earlier that you know, is this a point now where the club is going to get money from Sky? Is this a point that the club goes? Do you know what? It's not safe to just leave you all there. Let's put some coaches on, even that, if they're yeah. subsidised. Yeah. Like, even yeah. if they're subsidised, you know, no one's expecting a freebie. Um, as much as, you know, you could go to Charlton away and everyone's like, oh, everyone should be refunded. You know, we've lost 2-0. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> there, there, there's a point now that it's not just about the, the poor fans that travel and pay for the tickets. You know, it's about the fact that we need fucking fans there. We need mm. a support and we need that sort of oomph behind us. And MK Dons um, is a key fixture for that. It is. It yeah. really is. So <laughs> is there not something surely the club can do to say, okay, we've done this deal with this coach company and everybody, you know, you make your own way there, you can get back for a fiver. Yeah. Is that the end of the world? I, I surely that's got to be easy to do. I tell you what, Vic, I, I agree with the idea, but I've been on the intercity intercity owl back in the nineties, and uh, Christ, the smell on that bloody bus! I, <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I am from I am, Flat Street. <laughs> in, in terms of UK cities, I, I've been out drinking a lot of them, and uh, you know, Milton Keynes is well down on the bottom of the list of towns I want to get stranded in. But I'd still rather do that than get on a bus with a load of sweaty ass Yorkshiremen. <laughs> It's not even about drinking, is it? It's not like, oh, people want to go out and get pissed after or whatever. There is literally not a train home. Yeah. So there's got to be something. I mean, come on, you're getting the sky money in. You've had more the than away, enough money the away out. The team don't us. get any sky money. That's the problem. Oh, we don't get any. No. So they've just literally just shafted us completely. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and there's something on on uh, uh, in the in the EFL rules at the start of the season. Have you actually like, done more homework, Ash, on the rules of the EFL? That is that what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, they, they were supposed to. Uh, the latest date they could change the fixture was the 18th of March, and basically they didn't. They did it on the 22nd, so the four days over the latest thing. Oh. But for that to happen, both clubs have to agree to the change of date. So, that so we've actually both, agreed yeah. to it. Both clubs have agreed to it. Yeah. So all right, there's got to be a club that is either uh, uh, sorry, a so. company that is either linked to the club or whatever that is going to turn around and go. I know hey, what we service. can do this for a <laughs> for a person. Like yeah, let's let's, let's get on phone to Wilfried a Beehive. Twenty quid a per <laughs> twenty quid a person, and you deliver them back to Flat Street, Peniston Road, and maybe up Halifax Road or something like that. Right, well, that's yeah, but... not unreasonable, is it? Like, we need... It's not just about the fact that people have already bought the tickets, which is shit enough, but it's the fact that we need people there. We need that support. You know, I'm not one of those people. I can hold my hands up and say, I respect all of you for going to away games and whatever. I've got no points whatsoever. Um, So surely, surely now someone at the club has to go, Let's be human about this. Let's, you know, let's do something reasonable. Tell you what, the uh, I, I, that that dawned on me that, but but you know, yeah. If you're listening, Wilfried a Beehive, uh, you know your your son did get me fired from my part time job back in 1997. But come and get it, you know. Oh, you owe it to me. You know what I mean. You can make amends for the job you got me fired from 25 years ago. Um, <laughs> there's a story for your kids, isn't it? You know what I mean. In fact, can I tell this story? I might be able You're to. You're going to, Dan. I'm going to. I'm going to. So back in uh, in Dinnington, if you uh, if you wanted a job, you'd go and work at the local restaurant in Dinnington Ash, which is called Venus Restaurant. Venus Restaurant. We all worked there at some point. And yes, uh, now the guy who owns Wilfrida Beehive has got this huge house in the ass and the bullshit nowhere, as you would. You know what I mean? And um, and we all got uh, and he wanted. We did like an outside uh, outside broadcast. I was going to say like an external catering job down at one of their there was like a do on and we went and did our food and catered this uh catered this event and once we packed all the cars back up there was no room to come to to get me home you know what i mean so i said don't worry about it i'll wait here you know what i mean i'll have a couple of pints with the lads and we'll um and come back and get me they were like yeah all right Dan, no worries and uh his son got me absolutely assholed in the hour that everybody was waiting and we're all out the back, we're smoking a few fights, we're having a beer, you know, and, uh, you know I've had a couple of pints now, so I'm going to start chatting up somebody, his cousin, and uh, and then, yeah, they got back, complained about me, I didn't work there again, so that's nice, isn't it? I've been there two years. So, any road, what are we talking about? Are we still recording? Travel, still recording, there's, travel. There's no a theme changed. with you, no. Daniel, there is a theme with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, get well. you get sacked a lot, and it's normally for good reason. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally, you know, but that one, it's because uh, what what alcohol does is move my brains halfway down the middle of my body. You know what I mean? It's it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. You know what I mean? What what um what they should do, or what fans should do, and it won't happen, but it's going to have to take one set of fans or a fixture for home, home and away. It's just not buy tickets. Yeah, not we're, my ticket. How far right? away are we from doing the boycott? You know what I mean? No, no, no. And I understand the home team, they'll have season tickets. So obviously they've paid the monies. That's fair enough. You, you can't help that. But for what I don't, I think Milton Keynes holds like 20,000. It's quite a new stadium, but they only get eight, nine. I think oh, it's, it might be a bit more now. They're doing well. Um, but if it's on Sky TV, they're not bothered if there's one person in the stadium. They all they they don't want people if they want people at home with their subscription to uh, IPTV and uh, so they don't get it. But <laughs> so it, it's going to take, but it, it has to take everyone, doesn't it? it? It's not just oh yeah, I'll do it, and then there's always going to be well, I want the points though, you know, for Wembley or, or whatever. So it's going to come to a point that a team says that. Or, or supporters, a supporters group, a fan base. So we had gonna... a supporters group, Ash, that you were in a WhatsApp group with. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what it is is it's wishful thinking, Ash. Unfortunately, yeah, it is. Yeah, no, people right. want the points, and people, people, all people and they want the seats, and, and they like the, the day. Even, yeah, even they hate the club, for they'll they'll still go because they love it. 
I all think Vic once, Vic once referred to supporting Sheffield Wednesday as being in an abusive relationship, and <laughs> yeah. uh, and I've never yeah. heard to, I've never heard something put better in my life. It is. I have been for thirty, nearly thirty-four years in a relationship with somebody who we every single Saturday. Down. Okay, I'll be, that's new. <laughs> relationship. Take, I know, take, I know, take. it's unusual. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do relationships. Sheffield Wednesday is my relationship, yeah, yeah. and it is yeah. For for thirty-four years, I've been let down every single Saturday, no matter what happens. Even if it's you know you beat Leeds three 0 there's still something that you walk away and you go, fuck's sake, like they had no pies, they had no coffee, they had no hot water, all these things. And you walk away and you go, oh, why am I doing this? Yeah. Why am I doing it? Yeah. And there's no yeah, yeah. reason. I get nothing, nothing in return. I don't I had even that feeling. I had that out feeling of it. <laughs> <laughs> I had that feeling in 2011, I think, when we were just got promoted back to the championship under Dave Jones. And it was a freezing cold day at night, a Tuesday night, against, against we lost 4-1 to Watford. And I could never sit on cop thinking, why the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> like, freezing. I'm just, I'm, just hey, I'm the guy that went up from Southampton after pulling all nighter to get spanked 5-0 at home by Blackburn. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, I know exactly how that works. You know what I mean? Right, listen. So, before MK Dons, before it all happens, we've got March to get out of the way. Ash, we've got a home fixture against Cheltenham Town. Now, I don't know if you're the same as me. I know fuck all about Cheltenham Town. Give me a uh, score prediction. Uh, the only thing I know about Cheltenham, that uh, last week it got way too much of my money into uh, yeah. because of them bloody horses. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to profess. Obviously, it's, it's a bad, I feel a bit bad, obviously, we do a podcast and we don't actually research the, the upcoming team. It's a bit... Bit harsh, really, but yeah, but I yeah. thought you'd done your homework. I oh, that was on that like... was on fixtures of uh, of other teams, apparently, oh, but not the one we're playing. Oh, bloody not rubbish! On... If Ben was on, on, he'd know who'd scored, who'd done this, who'd done that. Yeah, they've got yeah. half decent centre half. Have they? That's it. You know Are mean? you just making shit up because we don't know any different? Is that what it is? Every club in this division has a big has a big centre half, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> well, that 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 kick a league one. Yeah. yeah, and Darren Moore's shitting himself about it already. Do you know what I mean? Is there is there anyone that we know that plays for them who's played for us or played for someone around us? Or I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> my mum, do you know what? My mum is the oracle for shit like this. Like, I'll be sat next to her at match and I'll go, I recognise him. Where do I know him from? She goes, oh, he played Bristol Rovers against us in 2016. He scored it. I'm like, how? How do you know this stuff? Like, how does that work? Um, uh, and that's just that's just how her brain works. I have no idea. Right, like, you on. could run out fucking Forest Air and I'd be like, oh, he looks good off wing. Right, hang on. No I'm on the BBC website here and I've just clicked top scorers and there's a kid at, who's top of the charts with 22 goals called May. Have they got a striker that's got 22 goals? Surely bloody not. If Alfie, that is Stevie Alfie, May, I'm Alfie, 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 Alfie May. Alfie May. Alfie, Alfie May, aren't they? All right, okay. That's Has he fine. scored 22 goals? If BBC says uh, yeah, they never in, in all comps, yeah, in all comps, yeah, I'm just looking at it now. Well, they are. Then we'll keep an eye out for him. So, listen, lads, we've, well, we've, we've not got Berahino, have we? So he's been called up for Burundi. So he's missing on Saturday. Oh yeah, he has. Uh, yeah. Oh well, he'll be rested anyway. Yeah, well, Peacock Farrell is is has been uh, has he been off not released? Around, he? Yeah, yeah. Now he joins up on Saturday night, Sunday morning. I think he's so they've let their him So he's back. So it's it's. Um, Windass is in contention. Um, so obviously, is he? yeah, so it'll be he's upstairs now doing some stretches. And Windass <laughs> on the bench coming on after 75 minutes when we're five nil up <laughs> and he does his hamstring. I'm down, yeah, yeah. I'm down. Okay, so, well, sorry, right, so I'm, do you know what? I'm not going to trouble anybody for prediction, we're all just going to go with two nil. Uh, yeah. and then if Windass is playing five nil, uh, so <laughs> well. <laughs> That's, it's, it's very, uh, are you going to finish on some sort of uh, positivity there? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Does anybody have any other business? I do. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, see? Not usual, do There we go. So, so you, you're, you're, you've, you've laid the gauntlet down to me, Ash, to say, like, <laughs> oh, you're going to end up some positivity and yeah, you're going to hit me with so. some any other business that's obviously going to leave me so enlightened for the rest of the day. <laughs> No, it's not, not, not about enlightening you, yeah, unless you're not doing anything on Saturday night. 
But I've just got a, a massive... I, I am not only a, a Sheffield Wins fan, but I'm a massive boxing fan. Right. And I just want to have a shout-out to Dalton Smith, who fights on Saturday yes. night. On I cannot the wait. Martinez, uh, Kiko, Martinez and Warrington... Ugh, I don't even want to say his name. Warrington card. So he's fighting for the WBC International Silver Super Lightweight title. Jesus so Christ. Gonna... I, I Honestly... That was a like that was like ordering titles. That was like stood behind somebody in Starbucks ordering a seventeen syllable coffee. Dan, basically, what he's going to do is he's going to punch the other guy and knock him out. That's all you've got to think about. Like, to be fair, as traditional boxing fans, I'm sure Rash will agree. We don't want to knock out. We want we want to see you know a good fight and we want to see all that. But that's basically how it works. He just has to punch the other bloke until he falls over. That's... Hey, I'm I'm all right with boxing. It's just that yeah. anything outside the big cards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, 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 yeah, we've been to fair fair few, haven't we, Daniel, every year? So yeah, uh, that's my any other business. But yeah, good luck to uh, to Dalton from all of the Wednesday week. Um, Absolutely. Is that, it, is that is on? It, is that on Dazone or anything like that? Dazone. It's, it's it's on D a z n or hey, I'll spell it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Did anybody else, was anybody else, we've had, we had this channel launched upon us that had all the boxing and we've all been calling it Darzen for like six months in a German accent, right? <laughs> yeah, and, I call it Darzen. No, and then, and then all of a sudden there was radio adverts going live on DAZN. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, <laughs> surely that's not how they pronounce it. Is that yeah. right? <laughs> it was yeah. like when CEX started pronouncing it sex and you were like... <laughs> Oh, because it was the sex shop. Yeah, good try, lads. You're yeah. trying to make yourself cool, but come on, we all know you've got sweaty Grebo. <laughs> come on, like Grebo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I am. I'm with Ash on that. That is my Saturday night planned. I am so excited for this fight. It's going to be classic. Um, I'm. I'm a bit like you, Fudge, in the fact that I kind of I stick to my heavyweight. I know my heavyweights. Yeah. I know. I know my like oh, I know I know my big names, but the heavyweights I can watch any sort of heavyweight, and I kind of understand what's going on. But yeah, Dalton Smith, I'm just because he's a Wednesday eye, like it's yeah. But do you not think there's like a weird connection? You know when boxers attach themselves to a football team? Does anybody else not find that weird? That, like when boxers just attach themselves yeah, yeah. to a football team. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I used to yeah, like well, Kelbrook, and then he went. I just want to be a champion. Well, he's Sheffield United against the Premier League. I'm like, oh, fuck this guy. Well, I've, I yeah, went, but Dalton I've Smith is genuine. I went to quite a few of his fights. I even went to him yeah. when he fought at uh, Bramall Lane. The only ever time I've ever been in Bramall Lane, it's a shithole. I don't care what you say, and it's not for boxing. So uh, <laughs> yep. he got a paste in there anyway. My favourite thing about Kelbrook, I, I get what you say, but yeah, he's genuine. But I, you know, I, I didn't really discredit Kelbrook's, um, you know, fondness of Sheffield United but my favourite bit he went I just want all all football fans in Sheffield all sports fans to come together and they can just forget them a Sheffield United fan oh so where are you going to hold your fight Kel? Bramall Lane <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what no, 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 you know, you've got to I, I know think... we're going off the top, top subject of football <laughs> you've got to just, just draw nil-nil with Gillingham Ash we need someone else to talk about <laughs> Support a football club, and whichever one it is, and I'm sure, and he has mentioned for Dalton Smith, he, he would love a big big fight at Hillsborough. It is yeah. not for boxing. There's not been one fight that I've been to or know of that has been held at a football stadium that's been a good atmosphere. And even yeah. even bloody oh, what's his name? Carl Froch when he took um, eighty thousand to Wembley. I was uh, there for that. Yeah, it was. It was not. It was. It's, Mate, I not swear built to God, I was in. I was but, in the third tier, right? And I'm like, this is amazing. And George Groves brings in this double decker bus because all cockney and that. You know what I mean? And I, it was the first <laughs> time I saw AJ fight actually because he was on the undercard, and um, yeah. and I remember going. The fuck am I watching this? <laughs> and and then, and then if I just looked at left hand side. Massive telly. So I paid 80 quid yeah, yeah, for a ticket yeah, yeah. to watch the telly. You know what I mean? I watched uh, Klitschko AJ as well. And I was right at the back at one of behind the goals. You are miles away. Yeah, and like not... you said, like, you know what I mean? I don't know if they had this at Bramall Lane. Did they have the big tellies up? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, I'll go for that because that's a, that's a long way to look anyway. But anyway, join us next yeah, week anyway, on the Boxing you. Week. Good luck to Dalton Smith. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks yeah. a lot for joining us tonight, Blair, Vic and Cheers. Ash. Um, you know, up the Wendy, and let's see if we can beat Cheltenham. 
The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.